review, y'all. Jump. The rest of the film. Jump. With my boy, John Hastings. John Hastings open his bitch. And that new Dylan got broke. Dylan got. So what you got? You know what it is. Come on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the rest of the review. Came in hot on that intro. Yay. I'm Dylan Gott. I'm John Hastings. This week we're talking about George Hackenschmidt. Fuck shit ass. Here's how old George Hackenschmidt is. He's from a country that doesn't exist anymore. Yes. Born in Dopart, government of Livonia. <laughs> <laughs> he was born... Where Dracula was. Yeah, he was born. I could have literally said he was born in bling bling, government of Kalinka. Here's something fun. See, see uh, his father uh, and mother were of Estonian and Estonian Swedish descent, respectively. John, have you been to Estonia? Certainly have, many times. Yeah, isn't it great where they have the uh, statues up there that says, this on this ground, we killed this many Russians, which is like, oh, cool, until you realize they were fighting with the Nazis. Yeah, it depends on what part of that war happened. They weren't fighting with the Nazis in World... Uh, Explain. George Hackenschmidt was born in 1877. There's so, not that much recorded stuff about his career. John, so he was a history died. So he was essentially born in either Estonia or what is now Germany, what is now Estonia or what is now Germany, depending on... Um, where that was i don't know exactly where that was because the thing is germany is a relatively new country it was formed and then that kaiser started world war one like it's a very new country it was just a bunch of germanic germany came in and they took their cock out immediately and they said <laughs> please see it look at it big and germany was, was essentially no, wcw small. under eric bischoff Ooh. they have they got a lot of legacy but not under this name and they're coming in Hot. <laughs> um, and uh, yes, no, Estonia, all of the Baltic countries essentially didn't. Their World War II was just keep the Russians out for fuck's sake. Because mm-hmm. during that confusion, obviously, Russia was going to try and just like take grab them all. Back. The only country that uh, actually repelled the Russians and then weren't put into the Soviet Union was Finland. And you know this because every Finnish person will tell you we beat Russia. Fucking right. One of the did. big advantages Finland had is they had what uh, historically what is acknowledged as the most murderous sniper uh, ever to exist in sniping, someone known as the White Death. So wait a minute. Uh, he just killed a bunch of people. Five hundred people. He killed five hundred people. That's it. <laughs> How many people have you killed, buddy? <laughs> Three hundred a show. <laughs> Fuck you. What's weird is Dylan took his shirt off while he said that. I took my shirt off. No arms. It just fell off. I like took my shirt off. I tuck my dick between my legs. Oh, I have a fucking yeah. pussy. Goodbye, horses. <laughs> <laughs> so from his earliest years, Hackenschmidt was devoted to physical development. His this fa- is going to be insane. Can I sell you something, John? Oh, my George God. George Hackenschmidt popularized. <laughs> what did he popularize, John? Vegetarianism and the Third Reich. He invented the hack squat. You know how you go to a gym yeah. and you say, I'm going to do a hack squat? <laughs> That's George Hackenschmidt. Yeah, he invented And he popularized the bench press. Yeah, he, he invented squatting and is the reason why we bench press. Yep. He's he's, the al- he's hey, the I al- think if we act like we sit down and then we get up without actually sitting down, that's good for our legs. Here's my impression of someone <laughs> 150 years ago going, well, pish posh. Yeah, <laughs> here's the thing. 
I, I doubt that that will build muscle. George Hackenschmidt is the Jesus to the guys that have a drinking problem, and so they build up their upper body so that it doesn't seem like they have a beer gut. Yeah, exactly. That's what you do, though. You get a lift belly, bro. Sick. Um, Hackenschmidt devoted himself to physical development. Yep, particularly at the secondary science school. Where he took advantage of the gymnasium. This is how crazy. Having a gym at a school was a lavish luxury. No books, <laughs> only weights. He said several records in weightlifting and, his, uh, and at that time was considered to be both the strongest and best developed man in the world. Basically, if you look at George Hackenschmidt, he was the first guy to have abs. He graduated from school in 1895. Yep. At the age of 18, horny, yeah. ready to fuck, ready long to f- dicked. Yeah, long dicked. Thick no penis. roids back then. No roids. Full balls, yeah, emptying them into... Just bathtubs. <laughs> he fucks <laughs> bathtubs. <laughs> there you go. No woman could handle it. His thick, his cock was so so thick. Madam, I have done some squats, and I do not wish to sully my penis in your disgusting hole. George Hackensmith. Port me to your bathtub, must I clog it with my spoon? <laughs> yes. George Hackenschmidt is the reason why they invented plungers for bathtubs, because he yeah. usually clogged the plumbing with his loads. I have done too many sit-down-then-get-ups. Now I wish to spunk. George Hackenschmidt was an ardent cyclist. The reason why he cycled, by the way, is that the um, the seat would cause his loads to be slightly smaller so they wouldn't flood small <laughs> villages. But it's funny because at this point, it's so weird the physical fitness for George Hackenschmidt takes off now when the world's becoming kind of like less confrontational because you really could have used this stuff 50 oh years earlier God, yes. when it was like, why do you have muscles? Oh, I really want to look good in photos for this wedding. Why do you have muscles? Uh, Well, the upper body is what I call keep the door up muscles for when people try and come and take all my stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I have the lower body, which is my run away if they get in muscles. Um, why do you look like that way, George? Well, my family is from a country that doesn't exist anymore and nothing else will be taken away from me. Hackenschmidt <laughs> <laughs> eventually left Tallinn in 1898 uh, for the St. Petersburg Athletic and Cycling Club under the training of Dr. Velazivav von Krishigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigig
I'll wipe it. I trust you. Do you trust me? So you begin his pro wrestling career. Oh, by the way, at this point in 1898, pro wrestling is fake. Yeah. I just want to say this. It was fake. George Hackenschmidt gained a claim by being like the world's strongest man. So then they did a bunch of fake contests. Big. Yeah. Sometimes he would actually have to fight people, but that was never the people who had names. Like there was never anyone. Because what you do is you'd make it. You delay everything for about 20 minutes, and then, do you know what I mean? Yes, no, I know exactly what you mean. You delay everything for 20 minutes so the bets can get in, which is why, if you look at early boxing matches, like you look at a guy like Jack Johnson, um, the reason why Jack Johnson was, uh, the, he was able to break the color barrier and keep it for so long, not only was he an excellent boxer, but the, his style was very attritional, so he wouldn't knock the guy out. He would basically uh tire them out which was better for betters because they can yeah they can bet longer you yeah. get drunker your bets go up you can't rescind a bet yolo hackenschmidt so, joined a uh, wrestling term uh, uh partook in a wrestling tournament in moscow in 1900 oh yes he captured the championships of both moscow and st petersburg his professional wrestling career was on the rise he won many tournaments and matches in 1901 i just want to say this what go was ahead. the first title he won in professional wrestling Fat load champion of the world. The Russian championship of 1899. Who did he beat? Mr. Von Schmeling. I mean, already there they have the evil Russian. Why? Are you, why, why are you missing? Why isn't there another Mr. Von Schmeling? Why aren't I watching him in 28? I mean, he's coming to NWA power for sure. Dude. The guy who, uh, what Mr. Von Schmeling just, he, no, because he's German. I was thinking of a Russian character where you just... A Russian? He just takes they out... Change. He takes out fake news ads during the show. Which they're already... Roman Reigns has no penis. <laughs> His bold leukemia, weak body, summing to leukemia. He died because he gay. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing with Roman Reigns. Long hair like woman. He weak. <laughs> weak like woman. He only knows how to clean. I, <laughs> I am Mr. Von Schmeling. Hey, let me say this about Braun Roman. He touches too many cars but doesn't drive them. Ooh, can't drive. Maybe he woman too. Oh, here's my impression of AJ Styles. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Tattoo on skin reveal weakness. (laughs) Why you mark skin? Yeah, you. I mark skin too, but I brand, so I know who are me children. (laughs) I like that we're both good at accents. That went from German (laughs) to Russian to finally arrived (laughs) Irish. Irish with me children. Hey, with me. All right, I'm from Berlin. <laughs> oh, hello. Hey, toy, 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 toy. I'm hey. from Australia. Good. Oh, good. I might. We teach acting classes on the side if anyone wants yeah, to yeah. do accent-specific training. What we do is we, uh, you say an accent, and then we. I just, just want to point out you said accent, you fucking idiot. No, because that's what I've. Shut got. up. Cool slang. His career as a professional professor was obviously on the rise. Uh, he wins the uh, tournament. He basically, he's localized uh, completely in Russia now. And this is when he travels to Vienna, and he wins a championship there as well. He basically won tournaments everywhere, wrestled. Now, I don't know if in Russia it was fakety-fake, but... It was. There's no way it wasn't. There's no way that... The all over the world, basically, professional wrestling. I don't know if we've talked it, about We've this talked about this. We have talked about this before. Yeah. That it all was sort of invented around the same time. They wanted to have fight contests. It was easier to control, so you'd rig them in some fashion to make them easier to it control. It totally makes sense. Why would I, in this time, promote a fight 
spend all that money to promote a Absolutely. fight, especially when you don't have a localized thing it's you can promote. You don't have the radio. No, it's you don't have television. You promote it just by word of mouth. And why not do that a hundred times with a predisposed outcome for gamblers uh, versus one time once? It's in the same way that in any sort of trend, there's a lot of different versions of the same thing because there's a lot of people that have identified a vacuum in the marketplace for something to be created. YOLO. YOLO. So just one sec because he takes on uh, he's managed by the flamboyant CB Cochran because he uh, tours to England and now baby it's gonna be uh, my name is CB and I want to make some roly tobacco oh what does the CB stand for the C stands for coming and then the B stands for blood (laughs) CB Cochran I come blood. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this, is, this is a good episode. Hello. Would you like to buy some before of my tonic? You, it's before you, before you face Mr. Hackenschmidt, which is German for your wife's, his wife, you'll have to speak to me, comes blood. Oh, I've invented a thing where he makes love to my wife and I sit in the corner and say, I'm the daddy. I'm going to call it cuckolding Cochrane's. <laughs> I'll call it Cochraning. <laughs> Hopefully no one mispronounces that. In years to come, the world champion Hulk Hogan will try and do what I did with George, but he won't have the style. <laughs> Liverpool just started Liverpool. <laughs> yeah. I suffered a brain injury and Ooh. now my accent changed. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I've been hit in the head with a shoe. What you have to remember is that Scum's Blood Cochrane's got a variety of identities. <laughs> so CB uh, Cochrane basically takes him and makes him a showstopper. There's a music hall boom in professional wrestling, which means uh, they fucking did it in music halls and they fucking toured out all over the place. They basically realized house shows during this time. It's also, I love that, by the way, the Royal Albert Hall that has this reverence of a symphony hall is yeah. also one of the most prolifically important buildings in pro wrestling. Yes. Like, it's just the best well, of that's all of them. Like, that's all television. We, we You think of television, you're going to think of The Sopranos, you're going to think of The Wire, you're going to think of Breaking Bad. You don't But what makes money is Survivor. It was built on cigarettes, Survivor, and And mashed wrestling. potatoes. Yeah. That's it. Bre- Betty Crocker, pro wrestling, and then later on, like you said, Never forget, the Survivor. first star of television was Milton Berle, a man known yeah. for stealing jokes and having a big dick. Big dick. Well, how about this, Sonny? Challenge me to a size-off. Oh, <laughs> mine's bigger. I get the joke. How about this? A penis contest. Imagine there was a time where you could just be famous for you had a big dick and but you also told jokes. But it That's was sick. like yeah, if that was true, both of us would be famous right now. Well, I mean, you could do that. If we got biggins. If you if you had a if you did a special and just was and then part of the special was on Pornhub. But instead of that little sketch you do before a stand-up special, it was just you fucking laid it into some broad, and then he did stand-up. We're four years away from either Dante Nero or Ehrenberg doing that. I mean, Ehrenberg can't do it because I genuinely believe he can't get erections because of the steroids. But sure, I think he can. Oh, because of Cialis. Yeah, I know a lot of. I was talking to a couple of friends of mine, and one of them has been through cancer, and. Uh, we just because I, I I walked by a bag and it like I knocked yeah. it and it rattled like a snake's rattle. And I was like, yeah. "What is that?" And he's like, 
oh, in uh, in Britain, if you're on certain pills, they just automatically give you a subscription for Cialis. But the thing they don't tell you is like once you take it a bit, it kind of like reactivates that part of your body. But I keep getting them just in case, so I just have a bag full of boner pills. Nice. Then took them to the Edinburgh Festival and then distributed them. <laughs> Chop them up, snort it, then get hard and jack off. Have you ever taken a boner pill, Dylan? No. I have not, although a friend of mine used to keep Oh, in a way, have yeah. Go on. My wife's jugs. Nice. <laughs> they are nice. <laughs> yeah. Anybody wants to see a picture of my wife's jugs? You can't. At my wedding, they were on a nice display, and I got to tell you, <laughs> I had a glance. <laughs> She likes, as she puts it, to dress like a hoe sometimes. I love it. <laughs> Who doesn't? So this is this is. Oh, I, there's a video of a thick woman just knocking things down with her big butt that I've been meaning to send you for a while. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> By the way, if you have Dylan God on Instagram, that just means your Discover page occasionally is just gonna have your a Discover page got <laughs> good. <laughs> you're just gonna be like, oh, this is a ooh, a bunch of juicy ladies. <laughs> I wonder who that's from. Here's how big George Hackenschmidt is at this time. He. Uh, at one point, uh, the president of the United States, Teddy Roosevelt. Oh, who, if you don't know Teddy Roosevelt, basically, he allow got, for another his platform Hastings was history. I'll knock you the fuck out. <laughs> a couple of things: when Teddy Roosevelt was the commissioner of the police of New York City, he would often just go into Central Park at night and beat up criminals. <laughs> yeah, he did. Uh, they had to change the law because he invented his own battalion in the army called the Rough Riders. Mm -hmm. uh, routinely went into wars with the troops because he. Was essentially he's a historically diagnosed psychopath. They were like this yeah, guy yeah, yeah. was just like, I got a kill and I got money. So who wants to fucking do yeah, this? Yeah, the teddy bear. The story behind the teddy bear. What's that story? He would kill bears. Yeah. Now was oh it's a teddy bear which is cute like oh you have a teddy bear when you go to sleep but yeah realize that he would just hunt bears like helpless bears. Yeah, he was a fucking psychopath. Yeah. Well, anyway, he said if I wasn't president also of the United States, I would like to be George Hackenschmidt. Theodore Roosevelt got shot in the gut and still finished his speech. That's sick. Yeah. And his speech was, oh, no, I got shot. Yeah. Well, he finished it. Still counts. <laughs> his speech was just him crying and wheezing. <laughs> I get a nut, though. The, the deficit. What's it about when you get shot, but you spoopy? Uh, so he begins his historic rivalry with Frank Gotch. Wrestling historian Mike Chapman wrote, In all the athletic history, there was a mere handful of rivals between individual stars that have become almost as large as the sport itself. In boxing, such matchups as Sullivan and Corbett, Dempsey and Tunney, Lewis and Kahn, and Ali Fraser are part of the boxing uh, folklore. In wrestling, there's only one. Gotch Hackenschmidt. Now, let, before you start into this, we do have to talk more about his uh, journey towards Frank Gotch because... Do we? John, that's the end of his career. I mean, fuck me dead. They you start know what? Oh, do you know what? Uh, John, we did Grizzly Smith recently. Do you know what trysts George Hackenschmidt gets into? Uh, no, go oh. ahead. I believe... I... I Need to rejig my memory, but he just owns like I think a machine shop. He lives until well into his eighties, and in his eighties, he was so committed to physical fitness he could still like do box jumps well into his eighties. Yeah, he would jump over four chairs. Yep, ran ran seven miles in forty five minutes. But he leaned out. He leaned out when he was older. Well, yes. Also, most of his life he maintained a vegetarian diet, only employing uh, certain red meat and chicken when he needed an extra boost, and he drank gallons of milk a day. Yeah. So he's uh, basically here's what he is. Here's what he is. He, he is the German Superman, and it turns out the German Superman is a nice man. Yeah, because he he does he seems like very to himself, and he just likes 
He just likes working out. All right, so Hackerschmidt continues touring, touring in England. England. Uh, he defeats some. He defeats Tom Cannon, Tom Connors, Tom McHenry, and Tom and Tom Clayton. Because <laughs> yeah, I have an idea. I have an idea. Like I don't know why they don't do this in real fighting. I definitely would do it if I was a fighter. Uh, or you just have the championships of like you just have a fighter for who's Tom. Like they all have to change their names. There can only be one Tom. Tom um, Hackenschmidt. And this now. also shows, by the way, that wrestling was fake. So after he defeated uh, Italian Antonio Pieri. Pier- Pieri. My name is Antonio Pieri. Eh, what? Oh, you want to wrestle? <laughs> I want to tell you the sausage. If I beat you, you get a Manuna's lasagna recipe. <laughs> and if you beat me, I eat a lasagna. It was so easy to be uh, wrestling to do wrestling back then, by the way, because ethnic tensions around everyone has just arrived in America, and oh. no one likes yeah. each other. I like how America, by the way, talks about like, oh, we've never had a problem with immigrants before. Look at the way New York is split up. It's like this is the Italian area. They don't fucking leave the fucking Italian area. So there's a guy, Wild Bill Thompson, I think, and he was the mayor when uh, Al Capone. Was uh, just getting started at the at in the Chicago. Mall, in was Chicago. he the mayor of Chicago? So in his platform was literally he would go on a soapbox to every neighborhood and just whatever uh, ethnicity the other place had a rivalry with, they would just be like, "Those guys are fucking losers. I'm gonna fucking make them leave town." And that's how he got elected. Well, yeah. he would go to Polish neighborhoods and be like, "I'm gonna get those fucking Germans out of here." Hey, go to German neighborhood. I'm gonna get those fucking Poles out of here. Hey, and then just like the only one he. The only one he uh, didn't do was he went. To, he would go to black neighborhoods and tell them like, "I'll help you out," and then he would laugh during the speech. That's not true. I like, mean, I'll help you out. Definitely. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I mean, I you, get you guys are fucked. I guarantee his speech was just like, "You don't have the vote." <laughs> bye. <laughs> bye bye. See ya. Uh, so after he fought Antonio Pieri. Uh, Pierre sought revenge by finding a wrestler who could finally beat George Hackenschmidt. Yeah, exactly. That wrestler, That's not fake. That wrestler was the terrible Turk, Ahmed Madrali. They had a match in the, at the Olympia in London, uh, third, the 30th of January, 1904. Because of all of the Ballyhoo traffic was jammed from the Olympia back to Piccadilly, which is so fucking far. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Yeah. And the Olympia was packed. Hackenschmidt picked up. Uh, Mad Raleigh and threw him down on his arm, dislocating his shoulder. The contest lasted about two minutes. Mad Raleigh recovered, and the two would face each other again, with Hackenschmidt winning just as easily. You also have to understand, this is actually NWA rules up until a certain point. These are all best two out of three falls. Yeah, best two so out of no three one falls. feels cheated. And the other thing is, you could do one guy wins first fall, all the betting goes on to the uh, one guy because he looks so intimidating. Or guys who have it quote unquote figured out, oh, this is all fake. He dislocated his shoulder. Fuck off. This guy's going to win the other two falls. He doesn't clearly. Uh, on July 2nd at the Royal Albert Harrow, Hackenschmidt faced to- American champion Tom Jenkins. By the way, Tom Jenkins wasn't his real name. His real name was uh, White Man. Yeah. And they changed it to Tom Jenkins so he had some flair. Exactly. Also, George Hackenschmidt hates Tom's. Yeah. If you're named Tom, George Hacken- you're getting fucking destroyed <laughs> yeah. by George Hackenschmidt. Because here's what they didn't know is that... A, oh, a, pleasure to meet you, Mr. Uh, Hackenschmidt. I de- I'll co- introduce my name. My name's Tom. What is your name? Tom. I'm going to drink milk and then... I don't know which accent this is. Yeah. I'm going to drink milk, then I'm going to pedophile you, Tom. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> what are 
like about the show is evolution is I've gone from the one saying the bad, bad thing to it's now you for Hello. a bit. Well, that Shane Gillis thing really, really scared you. You guys can't get any of our back episodes now. <laughs> is that true? John deleted them all. I haven't done that. No, he he doesn't understand how the internet works, so he's just been punching computers in libraries. I've just been, another one down. <laughs> another one down. Put your phone down. Hey, you. I'll buy your phone off you. Smashed. Nice. Mother, uh, only two billion to go. Mm. So this is the. I'll tell you. Thing. I'll just say this about the Shane Gillis thing. Is it? It. Tell it, me about it. It was a. Uh, you liked it. Of course, he got what he deserved. It was especially hard seeing him because I saw him do stand up in New York, and it was just like seeing a guy who had his dream taken away. I've never seen it like up close and personal within a month afterwards, where it's just like, yeah. Oh that, oh I've, oh you're. I would have thought he would have got a bunch of fans just because they were. I think he has gotten a bunch of fans, yeah. but it's still like, he will always be the guy that they he didn't get Saturday Night Live. I don't know if you play that right. I agree. If you play I it like a piece does. of shit, he, I, I don't care. He had he the does. best Trump joke I've ever heard in my entire life. I don't want to see the president get assassinated, but if they shoot Trump, he's going to make a funny noise. <laughs> That's very funny. So good. That's really good. You love right-wing comedy. I don't love it. I mean, it's my personal favorite. <laughs> I mean, that's the only thing we can do now, John. We don't have any fucking options. It's either that. Right it's either that, or just start making a bunch of videos of Hannah Gatsby performing to audience she doesn't get. Which oh, oh yeah, yeah, or just yeah, uh, make Hannah Gatsby performing and then just like a bunch of fart noises and maybe fat bastard. <laughs> oh my god, how no one has put Roy Chubby Brown's audience with Hannah. Gatsby is really a lack of imagination from the <laughs> internet community. Don't worry. Now that we've said okay. it, some racist will do it. Now that we're talking quickly, yep. UK people, the fact that Roy Chubby Brown still a successful stand-up comedian is the craziest thing. Is he still doing stand-up? Hardcore. That's fair. I was performing in Middlesbrough and, no, Blackburn, and he was upstairs. And they're like, it's sold, up, up, sold out upstairs. Of course it is. He's still around? Well, I mean, he's still... Uh, he also does a thing like which I think is the cuntiest thing in the world. 74. He also likes doing a thing which is if he hears there's like a, what he thinks is an alternative comedy club in town, he'll try and do a show the same time and be like, I took their audience, not understanding like, no, your audience doesn't go to comedy clubs. Your audience goes to prison. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Those you know, I'm looking up his events. Yep, uh, the Whitby Pavilion, uh, October 26th. He's in Blackpool and he's in uh, Greater Manchester. Big rooms, guys. Guys, big fucking rooms. Like those are not seventy-four-year-old man. Yeah, killing it, killing it. All right, so uh, he fights. Talk about Tom Jenkins. Jenkins. We're talking about Tom Jenkins. God damn it! So he fights Tom Jenkins. Here's the thing: is that, uh, and this is kind of cool since it is wrestling back then, like letter of the law wrestling. um, Tom Jenkins fights Hackenschmidt in Greco-Roman rules, and he beats Jenkins. he beats Jenkins in two straight falls. Hackenschmidt left Cochrane's management uh, to tour Australia and then sails to the U.S. for an extended tour in a rematch with Jenkins at Madison Square Garden under catch-as-catch-can rules, which Hackenschmidt now prefers. Why? Because that's the American style of wrestling. So Greco-Roman wrestling is uh, body is uh, waist up. For those of you guys out there, and catch-as-catch-can wrestling is like catch wrestling. It's, uh, you know, it's... Submission wrestling. It's essentially Greco-Roman, 
Only to second base. Catch as catch can. That's full penetration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's naked dick in the pussy. Here's a weird thing. Have you noticed that dry humping has really fallen off as a sex move? Yeah, because everybody's sucking each other off now. I mean, it's it's a real fucking open and wonderful Will Clinton time. really popularized getting sucked up. <laughs> he really did. I remember they like had a frank discussion about what the oral sex meant when we were in grade seven, and everyone got sucked up that week, tell you that. I mean, no, no, not you and not any of your friends. Not me or my friends, but the cool, Other people. The cool kids did. They um, got sucked up. This is a point that was made by a friend of mine recently, which was uh, there's two types of people. There there's go. people that get uh, jacked off by ladies in high school, and then people get jacked off by ladies as adults. You think in high school you want to be the high school jacked? You want it in life. <laughs> you want it when you had a bad Because his point is this, yeah. is that because we both went to high school together, all of the fucking like alpha cool dudes that were doing sex in the woods all married the people that they fucked in high school and now are in loveless marriages. And then everyone who left, he's like, we're getting sucked off a lot more than that. <laughs> That's the best point. I'll tell you this. You can fuck a 15-year-old when you're 15 like an idiot, or you can fuck them when you're 33 like me and they got skills. Yeah. <laughs> that's what your friend said. That's, no, that's what you said. Your I, friend is Grizzly Smith. <laughs> no. Your friend is Grizzly Smith. I, but yeah, you. You're Grizzly. You're the Grizzly Smith of wrestling podcasts. I'm the reasonable man of wrestling podcasts. Everyone likes me, but I have a dark side. Yeah. What's the, when you die, what do you think the darkest secret about you is going to be? I think it's going to be the amount of apps that give you UFC news on your phone. No, it's probably just going to be how many times I picked my ass and then smelt it. <laughs> sm- bed the every, smells. Every day. <laughs> every day. So actually, I can't wait for your funeral because I guarantee that you've definitely demanded a kiss coffin. <laughs> <laughs> kiss me on the goddamn lips. Yeah. No, I'm going to do that thing where I like... Uh, bury someone uh, I'll buy someone and then I'll bury them alive with me so they die <laughs> but all the glass coffins you can see them like begging for their life please please but then they don't get it that person of course would be Graham K <laughs> Graham if, gay. If, if we posit it's a gay Graham you're gonna do 15 minutes at Dylan's funeral I don't know if I want to why am I going in the coffin doesn't seem clean <laughs> it's not clean in here it's not clean so Hackerschmidt beats Jenkins again. Of course and basically, he does. it's thought that this tour of him uh, going to the uh, States uh, to face Jenkins again was just basically so him and Gotch could get on speaking terms because Tom Jenkins uh, was kind of in the parlance, the intercontinental champion, and he's like an older dude. So he's older. They can now introduce him to Frank Gotch, who's now going to be the champion of the world. Frank Gotch. Um, I don't know if we have a Frank Gotch episode, but we Frank Gotch. Frank Koch is Triple H. Yeah. Frank, Frank Koch, Koch is, is like, Frank Koch is the first world champion who would not do a job on the way out. No. Every other world champion does a job on the way out. Hackenschmidt does a job on the way out. Tom Jenkins doing jobs on the way out. Frank Koch, no, fuck Fra- that shit. No, Frank Koch is, uh, and also weirdly, Frank Koch also delivers his promos like this. I uh, want to go buy milk. Uh, I'm uh, Frank Koch. I am uh, not in favor of Germany. So... He uh, wrestles in Canada, and he claims to be the freestyle heavyweight champion of the world, basically. Riling up Frankie Gotch, giving the old mustard to the Gotch man. He, uh, in 1908, this is how crazy it is. This is how long you had to wait for wrestling, because it's treated like a sport, so obviously they need to train. Before we Uh, get into this, let's take a break. Oh, I'm going to set it up. 
Hackersmith defeats the Scottish champion Alex Monroe and Mad Raleigh in a return bout. And of course, February uh, 6th, 1908, defeats American Joe Rogers in straight falls as two falls inside 14 minutes. And then this is when he sails to the United States to meet the new challenger from Iowa, Frank Gotch. I mean, how fucking badass is it? To uh, sail? Yeah. To fight someone? So cool. <laughs> so fucking cool. Yeah, on a plane to fight someone, like, yeah, whatever. But no. you sail, you're like... And I guarantee... The wind is at my back. I'll be kicking the shit out of him by midnight. Yes, the wind is at my back. We'll be there in four fortnights. Now, quickly, let's all do squats up near the mainsail. Four? Like, having that much time to think about how you're going to whoop ass, buddy. That's so cool. But this is also a weird thing about wrestling where it's Salt like... Salt in your nose and blood in your eyes. George Hackenschmidt's going to make <laughs> Frank Gotch die. Is Frank. his name Tom? No. I'm over my head. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Can we get Frank to change his name to Tom? <laughs> if it's Tom Gotch, yeah. uh, I'll beat the fucking shit out of him. In America, Frank meets Tom, George. Good, good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll be back after the fucking break. Shit, fuck. Cut. Come, 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 and my bud Dylan is saying that to all the girls, and they say, get out of here, and he says, okay. Dylan believes in consent, shockingly. Mm, Dylan Gott uses the N-word. We need money for lawyers. Donate to Patreon. Minimum donation, $5. Maximum donation, suck job. And we're back. So, Frank Gotch and George Hackenschmidt are wrestling it up. Dylan is reading text messages because I, <laughs> I sprung it on him. We took a break. For those of you who don't know, we've been block recording. So, the last few weeks, you've heard episodes all recorded together. So, the next two weeks are going to be loose because we're starting to get tired. Ooh, loose goose. Put it in my poose. So he starts his rivalry with Frank Gotch. Now, why is this a uh, why is this a remarkable? Because for a long time they held the gate record at Comiskey Park, which is in Chicago, Illinois, and also it was the, I think it was the first million dollar gate. I think it was also the first million dollar gate. Be- bear in mind, it's in the 1910s. So like, they credit this a million dollars. If you have a million dollars in 1910, you have a country. Yeah, like, <laughs> you own Cuba now. Well, let's read on because I may have just said that and it's not true. So after he uh, beats Jenkins in 1905, yeah. Hackenschmidt held the world title and he was undefeated. Obviously, he's doing like music hall shows, wrestling and, and building up this Frank Gotch thing the way he, you can or it takes three years because once again, they do not have the radio yet. Exactly. And it's also he then sailed to America, possibly using his foreskin as the mainsail. <laughs> uh, their matches were also revolutionary in the fact that they're two different types of wrestlers, as opposed to now it would be essentially two guys actually wrestling with a predetermined finish. Well, Gotch was a much more um, uh, fast and rough wrestler, while uh, Hackenschmidt relied on Greco-Roman or traditional style wrestling. Basically, it's saying it took them a while to figure out how to make a quote unquote exciting match. Yeah, so Frank Gotch would cheat all the time, and he had rough tactics, such as uh, what, at one point he even punches Hackenschmidt in the face. I mean, it's crazy that at, that like at this point in wrestling, a punch that would have been front page of the New York Times. Yeah, Polish man hits German. We don't like either <laughs> one of them. So yeah, Gotch um, during their match. Uh, what happens here? I tried to remember, and then I had to go back to the notes. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's also crazy because it's things like he punched Hackenschmidt in the nose. This caused actual blood to be drawn. Actual blood. Actual blood as opposed to what we now know in the WWE, which is probably just bags of red food coloring that Vince McMahon puts in his bum, and then when he farts, <laughs> it shoots blood, and he's yeah, like, yeah. Ah, I'm like a woman. 
<laughs> ah, let's die like you. I made a woman happen out of my woman hole. <laughs> so this is weird, but uh, he refused to train publicly. Hackenschmidt did, in spite of uh, arrangements having been made for him to do so. So he was barred from the uh, club, the athletic club in Chicago, and spent his time in his hotel room or taking long morning and evening walks along Michigan, and he neglected his training, lost his cardio, and this is what he credits this loss to Frank Gotch to. Classic pro wrestling. He cheated, and I was screwed. So Hackenschmidt has excuses for both of his losses to Gotch. Basically, he Gotch stalled him out for a couple hours. That's right. They wrestled for a couple hours. Good fucking God. Then uh, and Their matches ended were ended up taking the first fall, and Hackenschmidt would not come out for the second fall. And so he forfeited the title. After this, of course, he uh, completely bows down and says, Frank Gotch is the best man I've ever met. And then, of course, afterwards, starts making excuses, telling... That's, but that's once he gets out of America, because it was like there was no once again no centralized news source. So in America, he was the nice uh, German man, and in uh, Europe, he was just talking all sorts of shit, bro. What's even crazier is it was not a million dollar gate. The record gate was eighty seven thousand dollars. Eighty seven thousand. Sorry, Dempsey and uh, Carpentier was the first million dollar gate. Dempsey and Tunney. I don't know. It was like 10 years later. Um, but making 10 times that amount of money is insane. The rematch at the time was considered one of the most controversial and talked about matches in professional wrestling history, as Hackenschmidt had claimed oh, yeah. that a variety of injuries is um, uh, injured against uh, Roller, his chief training partner. Years later, professional wrestler uh, Ed Sandel told Luthes that he was paid 5000 by Gotch's backers to cripple Hackenschmidt in training yeah. and make it look like an accident. Oh, boy. Like, already you can see the carnival elements of wrestling starting to bleed in and that yes. they're building up Gotch as this super heel. It's fucking fascinating. Well, and then the first match, um, this is the funny thing. In the first match, uh, Gotch was all oiled up. and uh, Oh, so he's slippery. Yeah, and uh, then Hackenschmidt complained and the referee said, well, you should have noticed that before you started. Because they wanted him in between falls to have a hot shower, and then that's one of, to wipe off some of the oil, and then that's one of the reasons why Hack. That's the reason Hackenschmidt said he didn't come out for the second. Fall. I mean, they could still use some of these angles right now. I w- like an AEW angle of a wrestler is too greasy. I mean, you Jim, have to. Sell- Jim Cornette would have a stroke, but I would watch the shit out of it's that. Too match. greasy, fucking rap Pentagon, Ray Phoenix. They're too greasy for me. Oh my god, more, best friends more like best fucking fucks. But I mean, AEW still. You hear the commentary, and it's still like Jim Ross talking about. But that's the whole thing. They have because signed Jim think Ross. Think about these the, guys. Go ahead. Think about these guys and what they would say watching Arn Anderson wrestle. Oh my! They god. would be like this pussy. Why is there a gerbil in the fucking ring? <laughs> Why do you jump off the fucking ropes? That's bullshit. Yeah, you don't use the... You should oil them the ropes and thumb his eyes. The ropes are to keep you in. You don't use them as a weapon. That's a disqualification where I fucking come from. <laughs> this is because uh, Hackenschmidt in between has said he had been victimized in America and... It's such brilliant fucking psychology because it's basically... It's keeping him strong in his home territory where Gotch essentially has America. Exactly. But, of course... Newly opened Comiskey Park is christened with a pro fucking wrestling match. 30,000 spectators, $87,000 gate. And uh, Luthez thinks he knows a bunch of bullshit about this, but he doesn't. And then he, (laughs) this is great. So why did he lose? What was his injury? Knee injury. 
housemaid's knee. Oh, yes. That you know why? Because he was on all fours so much from uh, wrestling. So it's the housemaid's knee is what you get when you're kneeling down to scrub shit like a fucking bitch. Um, I would love someone to get... Oh, why is this guy's career over? Oh, yeah. What's amazing, by the way, is the guy that um, Lou says claimed crippled package mitten training had no involvement in his training. God, Lou says is good at lying. Of course not. Um, This is the whole thing. Hackenschmidt injures himself in training, goes in, loses, because he lost very fast. Yeah, he uh, lost his losing uh, two falls in 20 minutes. The thought here is is that Hackenschmidt was supposed to win, and then they have a rubber match. Yeah. Because obviously you drop the belt to the heel. Exactly. But then Gotch screwed him. Yep. And uh, YOLO. Yeah, he essentially Gotch is he, Gotch is Hulk Hogan Triple H. He's Triple yeah. H Hulk Hogan. He never does the job on the way out either. He's the world champion until like 1930. Yeah, they actually uh, pinned. No, his, sorry, he's the world champion until he dies at like 27. Yeah, of course he died. <laughs> he dies of old age at 27 because yeah. it's the early 1900s. Gotch returns or. Um, uh, after the defeat to Gotch, Hackenschmidt returns to England. He was preparing for a match against Stanzelias Zabasco uh, to take place the following June. Zabisco. Zabisco, who I assume is who Larry Zabisco is named after and they yeah. was his father at some point. Um, exactly. But baby. when he began working out, he felt such pain in his right knee, it was even painful to walk. It necessitated surgery. Bear in mind, this is the 1910s and 20s, so it, it required... His surgery is... Cut it off. Yeah. Surgery was... Cut we, it off and fill it with leeches. We murder you. It requires being murdered. <laughs> How about this? I heard if you rub a horse's penis on your face, that's fun. Yeah. What is that going to do for my knee? Take gonna your make, mind off it. It's going to make for fun photos for me, my friend. <laughs> Stand there with the horse's penis in your mouth for six minutes. Good. Yeah. I need to, I need to get my drawing charcoals. <laughs> You're just doing a friend a favor. Um uh, it necessitated uh, surgery, but Hackenschmidt decided at that point to retire and pursue other interests in philosophy, physical culture, and gardening. God damn it, George. This Hackenschmidt. is great. He wrote, here's, here's some of his books. Complete Science of Wrestling, Fitness and Yourself, True Definitions of Entity, Individuality, Personality, and Non-Entity. That one's about how the Jews are bad, by the way. Oh, thank God. <laughs> the Way to Live in Health and Physical Fitness. That one really agrees with Hitler. The Three Memories and Forgetfulness what they are, and what the true significance is in human life. That one's actually very positive. Can you imagine? And does not like communists. Can you imagine being so yoked and so woke? <laughs> That's sick. <laughs> yeah, man. Yoked, woked. This guy is yoked. This guy is a... Yoked and woke. This, this guy is an omelet made of coffee because he's yoked and woke. I just don't think you should ever judge anyone based on their skin and i also believe gender is a construct that in some way is detrimental to people because the, sometimes you're just born into an effeminate body and you're a man or you're born into a masculine body and you're a woman this 600 is, pounds up and down I, that's me now i have this weird yoked and woked i'm stopping this podcast here's, i'm george hackenschmidt here's the call me dylan hackenschmidt here's please. the thing i always say what do you always say is that Man at a certain <laughs> I was never there. She's a lying whore. <laughs> That's what you always say. Nope. I always say, Dylan called me and said, we have to cover it up. And I said, go to the authorities. And you say, I'm Dylan Weinstein. Now then you laugh and then go to a Hacken restaurant Schmidt. and get asked to leave. Hackenschmidt. No. You're Dylan Gotch. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually sick. <laughs> also, this is another thing where they say it was, it was uh, 
But I'm just it was real during this time. I just want to say this before I forget. I apologize. Is that Frank Gotch won that match with his toehold, and that was his finishing move as the toehold. So it puts over the fucking toehold. Exactly. Like no, it exactly. Was not fucking. Oh, the only reason I tapped the toehold is because my knee was hurt. Well, he still tapped the fucking toehold. I'm a heel. Boom. Yeah. Awesome. No, it's come on. And then Gotch held up the title because obviously he wanted more money than they were willing to pay. Anyway, John, what were we gonna say? I was just gonna say is that um, men, especially super jock men, they do need to have get married and settle down and then they do become a lot more philosophical and open to the concepts of the world as in this like super job yeah. goes and writes these books and look no further than and I can see it in a lot of bo- our mutual friends who are pushing 40 and are single and they are like they are mostly woke and then one element and you're like oh god like they'll be like listen I just believe that uh, black lives matter and that all those women affected by Harvey Weinstein are bad trans people are mentally ill like it's <laughs> <laughs> Like, it's just one thing where you're like, wait, where'd that last one come from? And you're like, uh, I was talking to a guy at a bar and he is said that. Is that a real thing people think is trans people are mentally ill? I have heard it the said. The world's I have had, I've said it. I've heard it said. Yeah, you've said it. No, don't worry. No, I've heard it said when I say it. Yeah, I haven't said it. <laughs> okay. If, the- if you tweet it out from an account you have that's just an egg emoji, you didn't say it. So, did you know this? He serves as a judge of the 1948 Mr. Universe. This will never happen again. A man being this respected as a pro wrestler. That you can write a book on... Philosophy. On how your yourself isn't a real thing. It's just a construct. Also, I lost to the honky-tonk man. Yeah, this is like Brock, <laughs> Brock Lesnar retiring in two years and then releasing a bunch of adult coloring books That's to cope with, cope with anxiety. That's very funny. So, uh, 1968, February 18th, February 19th uh, of 1968, he passed away. He was 90 years old, George Hackenschmidt was. Keep in mind, if you had cancer... The cure for that was, was death. Was cut your head off. Now. Yeah, yeah. You're so at least the head doesn't rot because we don't know how cancer works. You've been bewitched, so now it's time to go night night. You know how absolutely brilliantly you have to live to be ninety years old. Fuck George Hackenschmidt rules. Here's the thing: George Hackenschmidt's diet throughout his life was uh, 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 predominantly vegetarian, consisting of fruit, nuts, and raw vegetables. He did not uh, did consume meat, eggs, and poultry. Occasionally, in addition to his diet, he drank 11 pints of milk a day, avoided yep. alcohol, tobacco, and coffee, which at this time, by the way, you can't drink the water. So, wait a minute. He, he, did, he avoided alcohol, tobacco, and comedy? And coffee. No, coffee. he's not you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he also remained physically fit well into old age. At 56, he could jump over uh, four... He could, could jump over a four-foot, six-inch high board ten times. Even in his mid-80s, he would jump f- uh, 50 times over a chair once a week, bench yep. press 150 pounds, and run seven uh, miles in 45 minutes. Yeah. As you get older, you focus less on the uh, muscle. So yeah. it puts too much pressure on your joints. And he focuses more on eating. How, drinking ele- How many is 11 pints of milk? That's a lot of pints. That's so much. When but I, was, I mean, if you don't do anything else, of course you're going to drink that much milk. Like he just retired to a farm and just started turning his body into a carnival? He's like, all right. <laughs> Chug the milk, what are, put it on down. Imagine, Chug that milk, put it on down. His old asshole must have been stretched by his fantastic turds. He must have fucking dropped ropes, this guy. Oh, my God, yeah. He was just fucking thick sailing ropes that reminded him of his journey to go face Frank Gotch. Okay, here's what it is. 
The, all right, John. Go ahead. Let's get naked because I'm about to read off his measurements. Hang on. This is at age 28. I'm now naked. He's 204 pounds. He's Blood's five foot nine. It's not. Oh, it's going to the feet. His reach is 75 inches. Oh, That's re- a pretty good reach for reach five nine and a half. And That's Conor McGregor's build. 19 inch biceps. I mean, I like how quickly you knew what Conor McGregor's build is. I you see this all the time. As Dylan God has said before, I respect Conor McGregor and those women are liars. That's a direct, <laughs> direct Dylan God quote. Hey, he's got a good reach on him. Yeah, and he's constantly reaching for women saying there you no. Go. Hackenschmidt was powerfully built. Oh, my fucking research just fucking blanked. All right, so he's got 19-inch biceps, 15-and-a-half-inch forearms, 22-inch neck, 52-inch chest, 34-inch waist. Ooh. Like a we got the same, I have the same waist as George Hackenschmidt. 26-and-three-quarter-inch thighs, 18-inch calves, and... Where's the cock? <laughs> it's the whole thing, baby. That was the 15 and a half inch forearm. Booyah. YOLO. It's very interesting because George Hackenschmidt clearly not been embraced in the legacy of wrestling by the WWF. He is never brought up as sort of one of those legacy wrestlers, even though clearly him and Frank Gotch were huge influences. And yeah. it's a and it's an interesting thing. It's A, he most of his career was in the UK or Europe. Um, Frank Gotch has not been embraced in the legacy of the WWF, so they do not talk about him. Yep. And I feel like it's something that someone like the NWA or even AEW could yeah. embrace as sort of these are legacy people. If they had been wrestling, they would have been with our company. Oh, 100%. The NWA should... Oh, I mean, that's what they talk about is Hackenschmidt and Gotch to fucking Nick Aldis now is the entire NWA brand. Um this is a weird one. And also, but what was also interesting is Hackenschmidt Gotch was also very much often remembered as Paul Heyman would be like, all of their legacy is Hackenschmidt Gotch. We're making new legacies. In the early times of ACW, he would constantly bring up that match. And also, he's Hulk Hogan. Yeah. He's, he's a, a muscle man who wins quickly and he's He's handsome super and honest. is fun and isn't embraced by mainstream yeah. politics. Like, it's a very interesting thing of that wrestling has not really changed in that. Ever. Their goal always was be embraced by the main... Like the fucking president said he wanted to be him. Jesus, mother of fucking... President who shot drugged bears for a hobby. Yeah, the Trump of the tens was really into fucking George Hackenschmidt. But at least this Donald Trump could punch a man in the goddamn face and knock him over. Yeah. This Donald Trump, let me put it this way, he wasn't grabbing women by the pussy. He was giving them a nice flower and saying, how about a nice dinner? I don't see why I'd talk to you. I want to kill someone. Yeah. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> no time for sex. Too busy murdering the Cubans. Start a war and just watch them die. I want to kill them. Jeez. It is why I get very frustrated when people are like, oh, Trump's the worst president. And I'm like, you don't even know what this country is elected. They lost. One of the presidents left for three months and just stole a bunch of money from the Federal Reserve. <laughs> that was the guy before Lincoln. That's fucking Lyndon Baines Johnson, the reason why there's civil rights in the United States, routinely just showed his dick to people. Like, that's really? the craziest jumbo. That's what he named it. <laughs> that's sick. Yeah, jumbo. I like one of the presidents was just like the, the guy with the big dick in high school. Um, like, Here it is. That's my whole personality. Franklin Delano Roosevelt had two secretaries, one that was his actual secretary and the other one that was his girlfriend mistress. That that's he was sick. just like, well, you got to have a job. I mean, FDR was sick. 
FDR rule. I don't think it's bad that I don't think if you do your job, I think you should be able to fucking cheat all times. Also, Eleanor Roosevelt refused Secret Service protection and instead just carried a gun with her everywhere because she's like, it's a waste of the taxpayers' money. And That's then just, so fucking awesome. Then just carried a gun until she died. Of course she did. She Eleanor didn't. Roosevelt, by the way, you got some of her speeches and comments. It's so old school caddy of just some like of the sh- like, just like ah, oh, Winston Churchill. That man enjoyed a cocktail as opposed to enjoying international demand like that really hated john kennedy and thought he was a little bitch <laughs> oh jesus goddamn christ so here's what it is uh what it is dylan preach my email is being I'm annoying trying and I can't bring up the fucking notes i want to talk more about george hackenschmidt don't worry about it here you read mine then um he was prone to depression hackenschmidt was uh, after he quit with Gotch, he only wrestled a bit more afterwards because he was basically accused of not having enough heart. The other thing was he would just defeat people rather than stringing on the matches for betting purposes. I don't believe this, this is very is true. Cumblood Co- Cochran had to convince him often to extend matches and put on a show uh, to ensure more bookings and more sold out shows. He was a weird guy because he also wouldn't like the one promoter wanted to just have him work out in public. And then charge people. I think that's so fucking creepy. By the way, just. But this is boxers do it still. They still do it. It's Mike Spar and a good part of Mike Tyson. They always have a medium day. You do know that a good part of uh, Mike Tyson's career is he just works out in a gym that's in the in like in on a floor in a Las Vegas casino. Yeah. Like it's the weirdest thing in the world. Come see people fucking because you monetize. Come see the come see the convicted sex criminal do push-ups. No, but that's, you monetize every part of your life. Think about a comedian and like, because I was thinking about getting a Twitch channel and then I thought, do I want to monetize absolutely every, like I've already monetized my hobby in wrestling. Yeah, we've, we really made a mistake <laughs> by doing this in that we have monetized our hobby in wrestling and also I've monetized my other hobby of being a dick by being a professional stand-up exactly, comedian. Exactly, yeah. So yeah. now we're fucked. Yeah, fuck. You, the Twitch channel, would be good because I feel like I know a guy who got kicked off of Twitch and you would be gone so quick. Why you get kicked off of Twitch? I don't know. He's a bad guy. Oh, cool. I'd be, yeah, I'd swat people watching me. <laughs> what does that mean? You ever heard about swatting? No, bud. Swatting is when you, because if you call a SWAT team and they have to go to a place. So. <laughs> what? Yeah. So what happens is they'll just like someone will be doing a marathon, like 18 hours of playing Mario or whatever, and then a dude watching <laughs> them will call the SWAT team. People have died because this, this fucking people call the SWAT team, say they got a bomb, SWAT team comes in, kicks down the door, and the guy's just playing Fortnite. The internet is the worst place in the it's world. It's the worst place. The first one who figured that out and did it is the fucking piece of shit. John, what's your favorite thing about George Hackenschmidt? He did not invent swatting. <laughs> <laughs> I think my favorite thing about George Hackenschmidt is, by all accounts, here's my favorite thing about George Hackenschmidt. He's from a time where, you know what? Whoever was his autobiographer wanted... Who, sorry, biographer. His Whoever was autobiographer was himself. Yeah. But... Whoever was his biographer clearly wanted you to only know the good things about him, so that's all we know. He probably did some fucked up shit. Oh, yeah. This guy definitely, like, he left a couple of hotel rooms, and the the floor to the stairs were just bloody footprints. Yeah. Can I have one of those, uh, I'll be buying one of those uh, male garbage cans. What does that mean? (laughs) I mean, here's $50. You're never going to see this waiter again. I want to do a thing to a person that's not a man. (laughs) <laughs> that's like a toilet uh like a sink no no it it talks 
Oh, a woman. Yeah. <laughs> I want a woman. I'm George Hackenschmidt. George Hackenschmidt, I think, is, uh, from the stuff we know about him, excellent. He's an excellent man. I don't think there was a bad thing about him other than the fact that, I mean, he kept kayfabe till the day he died. I would love that. Is, yeah. That's the only era I want to know about the behind the scenes stuff. Uh, and you'll never know it. They burned the telegrams. The reason why K. Well, it's because, like, if you lost, if you went against the booker, you'd get stabbed with piss covered knives yeah. until you were dead. K. Like, kayfabe comes from all, of, like, all that language. Yeah. Comes from telegrams of this era of how they would send orders back and forth of yeah. who, what would happen. It's so fascinating. So they, and they, they know that they would use where the wrestler was originally from. Because a lot of wrestlers had gimmicked hometowns because they would appeal mm-hmm. to the local thing or they would pretend to be from the oh, old country. Oh, so they would, th- that's how you knew it was instructions is because they would actually know the real town. Because okay. someone was St. Louis. I can't remember who is from actually St. Louis, but someone would be from St. Louis. Okay. And it would be like St. Louis over Kansas City at this time. Yeah. Or go Broadway. That's where that's from. Yeah. Kansas would go Kansas Broadways to St. Louis. Yeah. So you're reading that you don't know what that means. And that's the other thing about the Hackenschmidt thing is it's so clearly done up like he smashes everybody and then runs into Frank Gotch who he loses to and it's so clearly like everyone thinking Hackenschmidt's just going to win so they bet on Hackenschmidt and then they make a bunch of money off the Gotch, Gotch bets. Or sorry, off the Hackenschmidt bets. Anyway, I think I don't is there a bad thing about George Hackenschmidt? There is, but we don't know what it is. That's funny. The mystery. The, the mis- mystery is the worst thing. Yeah. The mind just goes to the worst places. Like, we know that Grizzly Smith is history's greatest monster because we have the information. Jordan Hackenschmidt could have made Grizzly Smith look like a grizzly teddy bear. Yeah, there's no accounting for where he was during World War One or Two. Yeah, there's no... That. Yeah, but he, he wrote were, some books during World War World, Yeah, and that's two. a great cover. I was writing... 1937, he releases a book, and 1941? What's happened in the 1941 Ooh, book? Ooh, yeah, he was doing some research. Well, we don't speak German, and I'm not going to learn it. Yeah. I, Avita Zane. Avita Zane, pro wrestling fans. Avita Zane. Thanks very much for listening, guys. Go to our Twitter at, at Wrestler Review. Our Instagram is at Wrestler Review. You can donate. Our Grizzly Smith episode is up right now. That's at patreon.com backslash wrestler review. Patreon.com backslash wrestler review. Let us know. Rate us on subscribe. Please rate us. Rating helps with more people listening or just tell someone to listen to us. John has shows in the UK in February. They, as of this recording, are not confirmed, but go to my social media and they should be tagged up top, baby. Yo, baby. Go to dylangott.net backslash shows. Find all my shows. If you want to support the podcast, but you don't want to go to Patreon, buy one of our albums online. And if you subscribe to our Patreon, then you get all of our albums. You get all of our albums. And also soon I will have new albums coming out in theory. Pussy. Farting. Funny. Funny.